With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Episode 366. Tonight I will be talking all about Impact Wrestling No Surrender. Who walked away as the Impact World Champion in the main event. Also, I will be talking about... WWE, Friday Night Smackdown, and AEW Rampage. Right here, right now, 360 Wrestling Fanatic. Welcome, wrestling fans, to 360 Wrestling Fanatic, episode 366. I am your host, Lance Brack, welcoming you and thanking you for tuning in right here on Spreaker or wherever else you may be listening to tonight, as I said at the beginning Talking about Impact Wrestling's No Surrender Impact Plus Special, SmackDown, and Rampage. So, let's get right into it. Because luckily, it's not quite as late as last Saturday night when I watched both the Elimination Chamber and Battle in the Valley. But still, it is little after... 1 a.m. now here in Michigan. So let's get started with the countdown to no surrender. And Giselle Shaw defeated Deanna Perrazzo with a little help from Savannah Evans. The octopus Jonathan Gresham and Speedball Mike. Bailey, and all I gotta say is, for a countdown match, this was really great, and this one, to be honest, at least in my opinion anyway, is definitely 
worthy of being on the main card. But it was on the countdown show. Very good match here. Bailey picking up the win. Two wrestlers I am a big fan of. Jonathan Gresham and Speedball Mike Bailey. I think if Impact Wrestling keeps pushing these two, both of these guys are going to have bright future ahead of them in the promotion. And now we go on to the main card and have a pretty good intro video package here. And then we see the Impact Director of Authority, Santino Morella. Welcomes everyone to No Surrender. And he will also be on commentary for the opening match of the evening. And it is Frankie Kazarian taking on Khan of the Design. Not a bad match here. And then to finish these, Sammy Callahan at ringside go to hit Kazarian with a chair. But instead he accidentally hits Khan, costing him the match, allowing Frankie Kazarian to get the win. 9 minutes, 24 seconds. Of course, the design is not happy with Sammy Callahan after he cost Khan the match. Next, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Championships are on the line. The Death Dolls, Rosemary and Jessica defending against the Hex, Allison Kay and Marty Bell, along with Father James Mitchell. Pretty good match here. Death Dolls retain Jessica pinning Marty Bell. The Impact Digital Media Championship match is next. And it's Dot Combat with the champion Joe Hendry taking on Moose. Anything goes in this one. And... Just a little bit into the match, we see Moose go out onto the floor, go under the ring, and pull out a Sega Dreamcast uh, and a keyboard and a steel chair. And they use those weapons, and Moose puts Hendry through the timekeeper's table. And then a little bit later on, back into the ring. Hendry pulls out a little toy remote control car and then brings out a bigger one with a toy monster truck and he goes to use the control but it does not work so he just throws it at Moose, gets him right between the legs too with it. And then at one point, Moose also hits a sky high for a two count. And then Moose brings out a bag. Looks like it's going to be the usual bag of thumbtacks that's in these no-holds-barred kind of matches. But instead, it is keyboard keycaps. And then 
for some reason, Joe Hendry puts a virtual reality headset onto Moose, and we see on the big screen what Moose is apparently seeing, and just shows like a, some kind of party or something where these people are dancing, and then we see the return of dancing Moose, and then it goes to the music video that Joe Hendry made a little while back, uh, making fun of Moose a little bit. Once Moose sees that music video, he is not happy about it. And then they go at it again, and Hendry hits a cutter into the keycaps, but Moose kicks out. And Joe Hendry gets a roll-up with a handful of tights. No disqualifications, though. And he gets the win, pinning Moose. 12 minutes, 23 seconds. Pretty good match here for what it was. The whole dot combat thing is kind of silly. They use some silly weapons, uh, Sega Dreamcast, the little toy car and the toy monster truck, things like that. The keycaps, kind of silly, but I'm sure probably didn't feel too good landing on them. And the whole virtual reality thing, yes, it was a little silly during the match, but I thought this match was pretty good. At least I enjoyed it anyway. It wasn't really the more of the I thought it was more kind of the good kind of comedy in wrestling instead of the bad kind of comedy that you can see sometimes. And now it is time for Busted Open Live hosted by Dave LaGreca with Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. Bully Ray, who won the Beat the Clock Challenge on Impact Wrestling last night, gets the talk first. And he does a lot of stalling here. He pauses. He doesn't say anything at all, even though he has the floor for the first minute. And then when he finally does speak, he says, I'm sorry. And now it is time for Tommy Dreamer's turn. He's upset about this. That after all Bully Ray has done, that's all he has to say is, I'm sorry. And then Bully Ray agrees that it's gone on too far. He asks to get rid of that time restraint and just talk. And it looks like Bully Ray is willing to just put everything aside for Impact Wrestling, for Busted Open, for their longtime friendship, him and Tommy Dreamer. But then once again, it is just Bully pulling a wool over everybody's eyes. Then he throws coffee into the face of Tommy Dreamer. Lays out Tommy Dreamer. Even knocks down Dave LaGreca. And this one. I talked about it on 
this morning's episode of GMWF that I think maybe heading into Rebellion in April, that could go until then, I think they're going to have a match, some kind of hardcore match type. I don't know what kind exactly, but probably be some kind of hardcore, no-holds-barred match, kind of like that. Or at least that's what I think is going to happen anyway, just the way that it's been building. That's what it looks like could happen. But we will just have to wait and see. Next up is the four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Wrestling World Championship at Rebellion in April. And this one is Brian Myers, Heath, PCO, and Steve Macklin. This one starts off pretty good. At one point, we see PCO do a dive onto the floor on all three of his opponents. And then Eddie Edwards interferes in this one with a shovel and attacks PCO. And while that is going on, Steve Macklin pins Heath at 9 minutes, 26 seconds. And he will face whoever the Impact World Champion is between Josh Alexander and Rich Swan. And I will talk about that match in just a little bit. And after the match, we see the Impact Wrestling X Division Champion, Trey McGill, who won a brutal Monsters Ball match last night on Impact Wrestling against Crazy Steve. Unfortunately, I did forget to mention that this morning on GMWF. I thought that was a great match between those two. If you haven't checked out this week's Impact Wrestling yet, I definitely recommend checking out that match for sure. Very good. And Trey Miguel cuts a promo. He's upset that he was left off the card tonight. That Impact Management didn't put him in a match on the show he said if AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, Chris Sabin, and some of the other great X Division champions, if they would have forgot about them, and he goes to ringside, he mentions he's gonna destroy PCO, and that but then PCO grabs him, gives him a choke slam onto the ring apron, apron, which is this is always said, but. The hardest part of the ring. Six man tag team action is up next. Bullet Club. Ace Austin. Chris Bay. And Kenta. Taking on Time Machine. The Motor City Machine Guns. And Kushida. This one was definitely. An awesome action packed match here. Was definitely a fan of this match. Fan of everyone involved in it. Chris Bay and Ace Austin, two young and upcoming 
guys that could be, in my opinion, big stars in the pro wrestling business in the future. Kenta, been around quite a while. Still great, though. He's still got it. The Motor City Machine Guns. Also been around a while in the business, but great tag team. And they can still definitely go. Kushida, also great. And these six wrestlers just put on a great match. The finish, though, sees Ace Austin pin Chris Sabin to score the win for the Bullet Club at 19 minutes, 7 seconds. Now at No Surrender, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Championship is on the line as champion Mickey James defends against Masha Slamovich. Like I have talked about before, very impressed with Masha Slamovich and Mickey James, legend in the business. This match, pretty good, I thought. But it is Mickey James getting the win to retain 12 minutes, 22 seconds. Good match here. Definitely worth checking out. And now it is time for the main event of No Surrender. The Impact Wrestling World Championship on the line. Rich Swan defending against the walking weapon Josh Alexander. These two start off pretty strong back and forth action. And at one point, Josh Alexander hits the C4 spike. And he, I'm going to say he's out of it, but, he, but then he rolls over, goes to put an arm on top of Rich Swan to go for the cover. But then Rich Swan rolls over. And then rolls a little more outside of the ring. So Alexander is not able to get the pin. Swan, a little later on, hits a Phoenix Splash onto Alexander. But just for two count. More back and forth action between these two. Then Alexander hits another C4 spike. And this time he is able to get the win at 25 minutes. 12 seconds, so still Impact Wrestling World Champion Josh Alexander. Very good match between these two, just as I thought it would be. Josh Alexander retaining, which I expected, but that is Impact's No Surrender. And overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. I don't know if I would say real great, but there definitely was good wrestling on this show. Some good matches. So, I do recommend it, definitely. If you can order just the show by itself on Fight TV, or if you're an Ultimate Insider on Impact Wrestling's YouTube channel, and of course, you can watch it on Impact Plus, which is definitely worth the $7.99, I believe it is, a month. Very good streaming service from Impact. If you haven't checked it out yet, 
you should definitely at least give it a try. Not only for the specials that air it, but just for like the whole TNA library and some other shows like that. Uh, TNA pay-per-views and some other non-TNA shows even on there. So very good. Definitely worth checking out. Now, let's go over to WWE Friday Night Smackdown. And Smackdown was live from Evansville, Indiana. Kayla Braxton is in the back. She's with Jimmy Uso. And he says that Jay can meet him in the ring tonight. Whatever he needs to get off his chest, he can tell him. In our first match on SmackDown, six-man tag, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and Madcap Moss taking on Imperium. Imperium is victorious in this one, and then at this time we see Drew McIntyre, and then he is jumped by the Viking Raiders, and then Sheamus comes out to make the save. And then we see L.A. Knight, cut a promo, he's interrupted by the New Day and this leads to a match, LA Knight and Kofi Kingston actually not a bad match here, Kofi gets the win and then what was supposed to be the face to face with Smackdown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and her Wrestlemania opponent Rhea Ripley First, it's actually face-to-face with Charlotte and Dominic Mysterio, which actually I thought was pretty good. I enjoyed this, to be honest. Dominic talking about their fathers and they're better than them and Rhea does end up coming out and then gets in the ring but then her and Dominic exit and then we find out that Money in the Bank which will be in London this year at the O2 Arena has already sold out and Natalia next taking on Shayna Baszler Shayna has Ronda Rousey in her corner as usual and for this match, Natalia has Tegan Knox in her corner. Baszler gets the win with the submission. And then Rousey gets in the ring for a two-on-one attack. But then Tegan gets right in the ring to make the save for Natalia. And then next up, we see the Firefly Funhouse with Bray Wyatt. And he calls out Bobby Lashley. So that kind of looks like that match could happen at WrestleMania this year. And next up, Rey Mysterio is in action against Karrion Cross. And Cross defeats Mysterio when Dominic gets involved. And then after Dominic is trying to go right into hitting him. 
but Ray does not. So this is kind of setting a seed almost, I guess you could say, for the WrestleMania match. Definitely wouldn't be surprised if we see it. I don't know if it will necessarily be the mask versus hair match like I have been talking about that I would like to see. I don't know if we're going to see that or not, but you never know. And next up, we see Jimmy Uso in the ring asking his brother to come out. But instead, we see Sami Zayn comes out, tries to, I don't know if I would say get him on his side, but he kind of says the same thing to Jimmy, what he said to Jay. And then we see Jay enter through the crowd. And while Sammy looks up at Jay, Jimmy attacks him. And then Jay Uso is making his way through the crowd to ringside. At this time, Jimmy goes over, looks at his brother, and then Sammy Zane hits him with the haluva kick. And then... Solo Sokoa comes out to his brother's aid. Then Sammy exits through the crowd. And as he does, there is a look that's caught on camera between Sammy Zane and Jay Uso. And then as Sammy escapes through the crowd, SmackDown goes off the air. And not bad episode of SmackDown. I wouldn't say it was really that great. Maybe not really a whole lot happened, but not bad anyway. And next up, we go over to TNT. AEW Rampage taped Wednesday night at Phoenix, Arizona at the Footprint Center. The commentators, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, Chris Jericho, Jim Ross... This first match of Rampage is a great one. The Young Bucks taking on Aussie Open. Definitely a recommendation for this match. If you have not seen it yet, definitely you gotta check it out. The finish sees the Bucks hit the BTE trigger for the win. And at one point during the match, the lights did go out. And then after the match, they go out again. And then Kenny Omega comes out at this time as we see the House of Black surround the ring. Lights go out again, and then they are gone. The Elite will defend the AEW Trios Championships against the House of Black. And in the back, Lexi Nair is with the best friends. And then they are attacked by the firm. And Tony Storm is in action along with Soraya in her corner. She's facing Willow Nightingale. Who I'm a fan of. Soraya gets involved, causing a distraction as Willow drags her into the ring. And then Storm 
gets the advantage and is able to defeat Willow Nightingale. And they go to attack her two on one after the match. Ruby Soho comes out, makes the save. They have been teaming as of late, her and Willow. And as they go to exit, then we see the AEW Women's Champion, Jamie Hayter, chase Soraya. And then when she finally catches her on the top of the ramp, takes her to the back. And next up on Rampage, we see the return of the murder hawk monster, Lance Archer, with Jake the Snake Roberts in his corner. He defeats and makes quick work of Bryce Saturn. And now, as Mark Henry would say, well, it looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. And... Our Rampage main event, Sammy Guevara with Daniel Garcia representing the Jericho Appreciation Society taking on action at Dreddy. Pretty good main event in this one, I thought. Continue, continue to be impressed by action at Dreddy. Very good in the ring, I think. And... In case you missed it, on the most recent episode of the podcast AEW Unrestricted, hosted by Tony Schiavone and referee Aubrey Edwards, Action Andretti is this week's guest. Definitely recommend checking that out. And back to the match. Really good main event, once again. But... Sammy gets an assist from Daniel Garcia and defeats Action Andretti in the main event. As Rampage goes off the air. And that is this week's AEW Rampage. Pretty good show. Definitely match of the night for Rampage. The Young Bucks and Aussie Open had a great one. Pretty good episode, I thought. Hopefully, the ratings will be better than last Friday. Unfortunately, took a bit of a hit. Even lower than normal Rampage ratings, which I don't understand. Rampage always does have very good matches. Is it big as matches that are on Dynamite? No, but still very good show each week. So hopefully Rampage will improve in the ratings. And that was all the pro wrestling that I watched on this Friday night. Thank you for tuning in here on Spreaker and wherever else you may be listening to this podcast Hopefully, we'll have more brand new episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic coming at you soon. But I will be back tomorrow morning for the Saturday episode of Good Morning Wrestling Fans. So be there, be square, as they say. Until next time, I am Lance, and I am a wrestling fanatic.